Yo, welcome into the B-Ball Jones podcast. The goal of this podcast in my business is to bridge the gap, to fuel hoop dreams, and to impact realities on the court and beyond. So thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy it. The funniest thing about watching and observing coaches, and sometimes trainers too, but mainly coaches and parents, is they preach and, and fuss and drill in their kid's head that you have to be able to control yourself and control your emotions. And when the pressure hits and these high stake moments come, when things don't go your way, how do you behave and how do you respond? And it's comical to me at this point because how many times have we seen a player uh, late game situation and they make a turnover and they're mad about it or they get fouled and the refs aren't calling it. Now they're, they're pissed off and want to fight. Or, you know, situation where they're getting fouled and they're trying to get the ball, they get slapped and they slap them back and then the ref sees it on them to get the foul called on them. See it all the time. It's, this isn't something new. It's just a part of the game. All right, we all, we've all seen it at some point in time. What happens next is the coach gets mad at the player because why are you doing that? You got to stay composed. You got to keep your head in the game. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know the refs, blah, blah, blah. But then next game or whatever, you see the coach going off on the ref because they're missing calls. Or the refs aren't doing things right, and the refs are doing that. Or a player makes a stupid play. They're pissed off at the at the guy yelling at him, chewing him out in his face. They're losing their composure. And it's like, Coach, you were just telling them last week that they had to keep their composure when things aren't going their way. But the coach isn't being held accountable to. The coach doesn't have to sit here and, and figure out how do I maintain my composure and not go off at the ref? How do I maintain my composure and not go off on this player? I can't tell you how many times I want to get, just get in the kid's face and be like, shut up, da 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 you know, whatever. Well, it'll be so much easier to just make a kid run or make them do push-ups or to just bench them or whatever. And it's a lot easier on me because I don't have to sit here and figure out better ways to teach and coach them I can just let my emotions take over. I'm irritated. I'm annoyed at you. Go over there and run or go sit on the bench or whatever. And parents, man, parents are interesting creatures because they can come and slam the door in your room when they're mad at you, slam doors and slam things and stuff, display their frustration. But a kid does that. Their kid does that. Now it's a whole issue. Now they're in punishment for displaying the same action that they did. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed as a parent. I can slam, do 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 whatever. The kid's frustrated. I'm annoyed. I'm whatever. It might even be about the parent. It's a bad day at school, whatever. You know, this, that, and third happened, and I'm just not in the mood to deal with that, and the parent just comes put the ice on the cake, and they get the outcome or the outlet of this frustration and anger. But now the kid is in trouble because I'm doing the same thing mom and daddy did, but now I'm in trouble because I'm not the parent? That don't make sense. But the parent can be able to not control their emotions, not have emotional intelligence, and not be the emotional leader. But the kids can't do it. it confuses me a little bit. And so I, I really feel like we have to be better as leaders to control our emotions as well, too. Because it's coming out very hypocritical when we can have this outburst of emotions, but then our kids, our players can't do the same thing. We can't have it both ways where because I'm in control, I'm in authority, I can do whatever I want to, but nobody can check me and keep me accountable. But I, I check the players in a heartbeat when they display this emotion. 
Like, man, why are you crying, man? Stop man up and da, da 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 Man, why are you doing this, man? Stop being a punk. Man, why you, that's being stupid, man. Why you want to do that foul? We don't need that. The coach over there yapping off at the ref. And it's like, bro, you were just preaching to the kids how you got to stay composed. This is a big game. We can't afford you to, to make a dumb foul. We can't afford you to get a turnover. We can't afford you to get a tech. And now the coach is the reason for a technical foul. Now I went from a layup in the N1 to now multiple technical fouls. Coach can't throw out the game. And it went from a two-point lead to like a six-point lead now, or whatever the math could turn out to be, you know, because of one instance that a coach had of losing his composure. Or it could have been a small incident of the player or the kid just has a moment where they're frustrated or whatever, and they just that's all I can see because my parents have been doing it. Have they done this? They frustrated me or whatever. So I release this emotion through this action by slamming the door, slamming books or whatever. But now they're in punishment. It's a whole situation now. Not a whole house is in a bad state. But the parent just did the same thing because they mad at the kid. It might even be the kid's fault, but they don't have a voice and they don't have a a, a space in the environment that the parents do because it's their house, it's their rules. I pay the bills here. So I can be emotionally immature because it's my house and my rules, but you're not allowed to. And you do anything in my house that I don't approve of, now it's an issue. But overall, I feel like we have to do better as leaders. And we have to really be more mindful of our actions because the people behind us are watching and monitoring everything. They see the contradictions. They see the contradiction. They see the hip, 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 hypocriticalness in what we're saying, what we do. Hypocrisy, that's a better one. The hypocrisy in what we're saying and what we're doing. And it doesn't always add up. So let's be better emotional leaders and make sure that the kids can either A, match what we're saying and doing, or B, we just shut up and let them have that space. It's either we're going to be in control and be emotionally mature and allow them to do the same thing, or B, we're going to have outbursts and allow them to do the same thing too. You decide. All right. Okay. Another time out. Okay. Look, if you got to this point, you have to be enjoying the episode. Like you have to, at this point in the episode, you're enjoying it. So help me help you just, if if you're on Apple right now and you're on, and you're on your phone, okay, just take your phone, press the subscribe button. It's right there. Just do that with me. Even if on your laptop, take your mouse, boom, click over, boom, do your thing. Now you subscribe. Now you linked in because you don't want to miss the next great episode that I have. But doing stuff like this helps the episode grow, makes the show grow, and the podcast grow so I can keep getting great guests and keep doing great interviews. So if you listen on Apple or Spotify, take a second, look at your phone, press the follow button, okay? And share with a friend or two because you'll find a value in this. You want to have this conversation with your friends so they can have the same value. Now the whole basketball community can grow, all right? Thank you for listening so far. I'm going to get out your way. Let's get back to the episode. Appreciate you.